This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Mix Cast, and I am Steve Mix. I am here with the Reverend Infuego. Hello, hello. I say Glenn Cannon, but Glenn is not here. He is uh, under the weather, under the weather, under the motorcycle. Well, I don't know what he wants to share. I don't know if he shared it on, the, but he's okay. Yeah, that yeah, I he's know. fine. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. left it. I, I'll leave it vague, but I, he's okay. <laughs> wow, leave it that vague and just see what happens in the next week, and everyone's like freaking out on the web on his Facebook or something. Heard the Mix Cast, you heard you're okay, but they said something about a motorcycle. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> but uh, Glenn's oh. resting up and scared the living crap out of Rev and I, I think, this yeah. morning when I woke up to his text. But he's okay. And we'll leave it at that. Send a message to Glenn Cannon on no, Facebook. No, don't do that. Five ends. Don't make him miserable. <laughs> Let the man rest. Let him rest. I'm sure we'll find out all about next week on the Mix Guest. But in, in mm-hmm. true form, whenever uh, Glenn is not here, we need to load the room up with great personalities and great people because, you know, he is one man of many. Yes. And so we bring in many to replace that one man. So we've got our friends in Superfecta. We've got Kyle and Matt here. What's up? What's happening? How you guys doing? Wonderful. Awesome. Also, we've got a couple in studio guests as well, Adam and Joe, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, hey. What's up, you guys? Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, internet. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a full house, Rev. Yeah, we do. And uh, yeah, and, and and I appreciate Adam's got curly hair like Glenn. So yes, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Joe's under a motorcycle at this moment. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's all, how it works out. <laughs> this all works out just great. But I'm very excited to have uh, the boys in Superfacta here because, uh, well, I don't know how long have I known Kyle. It's been a long time. Forever. I mean, since uh, the end days. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah well, the first time I know I met you, you were fourteen, and this is not like a weird. This isn't like a weird. <laughs> wow, on a special episode of you of different strokes. Mm. We were told not to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> were you fourteen? No, I think I was se- uh, so, seventeen or eighteen. Okay, 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 okay almost it? legal. He was there, legal. There you go. There yeah. you go. Legal in Washington State, Rev. Hey, Kyle, can <laughs> oh, you geez. roar like a lion for us? <laughs> can, <laughs> meow. Can I call you Dudley? <laughs> <laughs> can we pretend this is the back uh, of a bike, bicycle shop? All right, it's got <laughs> okay. creepy. Um, no, the first time I ever talked to Kyle and, and met Kyle, it was a crazy, holy crap, many years later, I can't believe you were that guy. Uh, Kyle, I think we shared this story before, but it's mm-hmm. a fun one to share again quickly, and it's Kyle got to perform, probably one of the first times you performed in front of a crowd yeah. as a guitarist, and you did it in front of, I don't know, 18,000 people at the Key Arena with Green Day on stage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I think Superfecta had been a band for about a year. Okay. And then our drummer Mike and I went to Deck the Hall Ball, and just like Green Day always does, they'll bring up random people. Who knows how to play the bass? Who knows how to play the drums and the guitar? Yeah. And we both got pulled up there. What are the odds the that time? the two guys in a band together right? get pull, pulled up on stage, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Uh, I still have that little picture of me and my Abercrombie beanie <laughs> up on stage, and Billy Joe's like, "Get the hell off my side of the stage, a hole." <laughs> <laughs> 
It's no, amazing, was... though, when you think about how they do that. Now, that was the first time I ever saw them do something like that. But now they do it at every show right. for the most part. I've seen them do it many, many, many times. And it's always, it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. But I think most of the time people have been on stage, like, they have blind faith in somebody to perform on stage with them. And more often than not, the, the people they bring up on stage can do it. Yeah, and actually, truth be told, they pulled up, I played the bass that night and Mike okay. played, the, played the drums but they pulled another girl up there to play the bass initially that's right and she couldn't do it yes oh. so they kicked her off and who really knows how to play and then I got to go up there after that so I'm sure her for having the yeah. well she doesn't yeah. have them but have the balls to yeah. yeah how hard is it to play bass well this hard dummy yeah <laughs> and it wasn't until what the next day that well, I think I ran into you after the show and I you were did. like here give us a call tomorrow we'll talk about it on the air yeah because somebody said yeah. that's the guy that was up on stage I'm like no way okay we got to talk to you tomorrow yeah. yeah and and then years later i started working with you here at intercom and, mm-hmm. and no way that was you yeah that and was, it was like we we were awesome. we were already like <laughs> on, on a buddy level for a while before you finally said hey did you know that i'm the guy that yeah. you talked to we had played in the new originals for a few years at that point and <laughs> we were just kind of bsing before practice going by the way speaking of green day yes yeah. did yeah. you re- <laughs> did you know yeah did you just not want to bring that up no or it's just i mean it, never decided it to just, come up or anything no like it that. just never seemed huh. like the right time to be like guess what i did <laughs> <laughs> i guess that, I guess that makes sense i'd be wearing a shirt that has my the picture i yeah. played i played Green Day. Green Day. <laughs> yeah, First thing yeah. I say to everybody, it's on my business card. <laughs> it's in the intro to the show. It's BJ and the guy who played with Green Day. Remember Man. that time? <laughs> right. Like uh, the, that was cool. You're like the, uh, the what is it, uh, uh, Al Bundy. That's like oh, the one thing yeah, you, right, yeah. you, you never let go Four of that one time. Four touchdowns. Polk High. Homecoming game. Played with Green Day at Polk High. <laughs> you want to see me throw a football over that mountain over there? <laughs> Four chords <laughs> with Green Day. No, Ooh, but obviously... Cool. Dude, and the crazy part is, like you mentioned that you were in a band with Superfecta for about a year mm-hmm. at that point, and you're about to celebrate the 20-year anniversary of the band being a band. Oh, we're no. old now. What Dude. the F, man? We're old now. Well, I just felt <laughs> old this morning when I realized it's the 20-year anniversary of that song by Len, The Steal My Sunshine, that we've geeked Steal out about. Steal My Sunshine. That's that was the inspira- That was the inspiration of starting our band, right. if, believe it or not. Oh, okay. I, I super gullible right there. I was like, <laughs> no. Of course. Really? <laughs> Dude, you know how many bands were inspired by Len? Say, we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Superfecta. Dude, that was a fun time, though, for music. That was like around was, the time with like Lit, yeah. and Eve Six, all like these fun summer rock songs. And I mean, Len was a little more poppy, but it was still a rock song. It was coming out of the new metal aggro rap rock stuff. The hard edge, raw, 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 raw stuff. So people, a little sugary. Yeah, something they wanted a little bit of a palate cleanser when it came to that. I still love all those bands, the Lits and the Eve Six. I just saw Eve Six last year at the Crocodile. It was uh, awesome. Really? Yeah, I, they were doing their 20th anniversary of their first record. Yeah, there's they a bunch play, of them doing all that. Of it. I'm uh, actually going at the end of the month to go see Sponge play oh my at God. the 16 Crocodile. Candles yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, or was that the one song uh, Plowed? Yes, Plowed uh, off a of rotting pinata. Dude, that was a album. great song. It was that first album was really good. Their second one was a bit of more of a concept album. Oh boy! But I loved it. <laughs> I still listen to that. Like, I literally have created an entire, like, storyline with this album. 
that I've like. You I'll, should tell them that. They'd be shocked. They're like, "You really?" I don't want. No, I'm not going to be the guy that goes. I'm up bringing to them the, in studio, and you have to tell them that. Like, By the way, Vinny, <laughs> I've written a play based on uh, your uh, album, and I would like uh, to recite it to you right now. That's great, man. See you later. <laughs> dude, the, the, <laughs> right? Yeah. The dude from Sponge then sang with. Oh man, what the hell was the name of that band? They were a local band of like. It was Chris DeGarmo of Queensrÿche, uh, Sean Kinney from Alice in Chains. Somebody else and Vinny, the singer of Sponge, was the front man. Really? And they were spies for Darwin. Yes. Okay, because I just quickly Googled that. Do you remember those guys, Kyle? No, I'm trying to remember. Spies for Darwin. They were. Oh man, I gotta see if I can find them on. Uh, I don't think they're on Apple Music. I doubt they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's spies. The number four Darwin, all one letter. S P I E S or S P Y S. Oh, like maybe you could find it on YouTube or something. Well, dude, Spies for Darwin showing up right All here. All right, yeah. This is the band right here. This yeah, and this was who else was in the band? Uh, it looks like Chris DeGarmo, which you said, Sean Kinney, Mike Inez from Alice. Yeah, so it's Alice's rhythm section and Chris DeGarmo from Queensrÿche. That's so cool. Two thousand one. They're going to see a spike in their searches and plays, and they're going to wonder right? what the hell. <laughs> we just made 15 cents this month on streaming. This is amazing. But I always thought it was such a weird thing. It's like a Seattle supergroup, and then the dude from Sponge. Yeah. Which, and they're from Detroit. Yeah. I'll just wait for the chorus, at least. Give him, give him the chance to belt out his pipes. The hook. If he does. It's not bad, but yeah. I, mean, I mean, it was still cool at the time. Allison Chains was doing nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I remember they came in studio, uh, Sean did, and I think Mike did as well. I can't remember. I know for sure Sean, that was the first time I ever met him. And he was promoting the fact that this was his new thing and obviously didn't take off, mm-hmm. but not bad. Yeah, they had a six song EP that and came out. Yeah, Microfish. 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 But this isn't about Spies for Darwin. Today is about Superfecta. That's true. Let's get back. You guys got <laughs> so, first off, you got a show coming up. You're, you're playing with some band called Disturbed. And, you uh, may have heard of yeah, them. Some, some other band uh, in this moment, I think. Yep. They're getting to open up for you guys. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think we'll, I think we'll, I think we'll be the, the low man on the totem pole that day. Hell yeah, though. We're still... I'm, and I'm okay with that. But we're on the totem pole. That's what matters. Yes, right? That's right Dude, I was so happy when we announced all the bands that were playing at Pain in the Grass. And this is a Friday show. So next Friday, August 2nd, Disturbed, of course, headlining along with uh, In This Moment, a bunch of other bands, and of course, Superfecta. Because the thing that got me most excited, and I, I, I legitimately mean this, when we finally found out all the bands that were getting to play, and they started talking about the local bands, I, I was so beyond geeked out when I saw you guys were going to be a part of it because... I, s- I remember what happened last year. You, yeah. were, you were supposed to open up for, well, the, uh, Event Sevenfold was supposed to open up for se- um, for, uh, for Superfecta, yep. but mm-hmm. you guys got sick, so the whole show had to be canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was terrible. I, I actually, what a, what a d- dagger. Is, how's he doing now? Do you know? 
You know, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm assuming he's fine. Right. Because he just needed a few months off. And of course, it was right around painting the grass to rest his vo- voice and that shadow yeah. and shadows. I had a lot of people last year that, you know, I'm so sorry that happened. That's so bum- that's such a bummer. It's like, you know what? Nobody died. And But think about that guy. That's his livelihood. That's yep. his job and his, and how he feeds his family. Like, I you know, always- and so he ca- if in danger of not being able to ever sing again. Like, I couldn't even imagine, like, getting my fingers chopped off or something. Right. You know? That's his identity. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. who he is. He's yeah. known for being the singer of a band. That's what he loves to do. And that's how he pays his bills. Right. I mean, there's a lot behind that. You're absolutely right. It was funny yeah. when it all happened, too. We had a lot of people like message us all pissed off. Like, how you guys suck. I can't believe you canceled Pain in the Grass. It's like, we did everything we could to try and sa- to save that show. Yeah. And like, why didn't the other bands play? I'm like, because it was part of a tour. And once they canceled, those bands did not have a home for a tour. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like as if they were just coming to play here. They were doing a bunch of other dates. So they had to just completely scrap the whole tour. Yeah. yeah. And, and any, other band that's, any other band that's that big. Yeah. Two weeks before the show is either going to be off or doing something else. You can't just right. call Alice and Chains and say, "Oh, come on, <laughs> two weeks' notice and no, play some, a show, yeah. dude." Somebody texts one of you guys, Pearl Jam. They're not touring right now. Oh, I'm like, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> why don't you call him? I'll get on the phone right now. <laughs> let, me, let me text Eddie. Yeah. Yo, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Eggplant emoji. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. Hey, Ed, <laughs> would you be interested in? No, Steve, I wouldn't be. Interested. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring the wine. I don't even know what you're gonna ask. Thanks Eddie for calling. Would, Eddie would be the guy if I asked like during our interviews, can I ask a stupid question? He'd be like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's actually really cool, but, but no, it's not that easy. You just can't be like, hey, Metallica, I know that you're not touring right now, so you got nothing to do. Play our radio festival. And Castle was working so hard to try to salvage it. He like, did. That's it was, what we heard. Yeah, and it was it was a heartbreak all around when it came down to it. I don't think I, I could feel bad saying it. I, I mean, there was a moment that the band that you're actually playing with was potentially going to do it but it just couldn't line up right yeah. it was looking like disturbed was going to actually come in and save the day yeah and then it just became a technical nightmare on every element of it all and they were just like we can't pull this off in time with such short notice and so we had to scrap it all but here which here is kind are. of funny yeah. foreshadowing that you would finally get to play now <laughs> i know disturbed. right yeah I, I thought about that when 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 ryan gave me the call and said hey we'd want to offer you the rain check from last year um do you want to do so the Saturday with Rob Zombie, or do you want to do the the Friday with uh, with Disturb? And it's like, no, the the stars are aligning. They want us to play with Disturb. Let let's do that Friday. Plus, I mean, uh-huh. we're you know we're this bubblegum poppy rock style band. I mean, are we gonna play for the fans of Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson, <laughs> or we want to yeah. take our chances with uh, the sickness? You know, so I think that was a good decision in itself. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And in this moment, too, I feel like their fan base will, too, appreciate your guys' sound. Yeah. Um, who else is on that bill? It's, uh, there's one other band, I think. So on the day that we're playing? Yeah. The, there's uh, Basement, Fever 333 yep. in this moment, and uh, New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Oh, yeah. Ooh. New Year's Day. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good call on your part. It's, that's a, cool, a, it's a cool it's bill, It's a good man. vibe. Yeah. 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 You guys will set the tone really well for that show. Hell, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and is that the biggest venue that you guys are playing in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aside from 18,000 people with Green Day in front of Four touchdowns. Dude, I remember when uh, we got to do it last year, a lot of people said, just wait for the sound check. You're just going to be blown away by how epic it is. So look out and just see this giant venue and hear how big everything sounds. And I remember 
when we first I started hitting the kick in the snare, I got goosebumps. I'm like, holy crap, they're <laughs> right. This is so, this finally became real. Yeah, I'm like, really excited. When I, I never thought in a million years you get to play a, an amphitheater. Yeah. It'll probably be the last, first and the last time, you know? Like, <laughs> Make it Don't think then. that way, Cobb. Yeah. yeah. No, this is the first of many yeah. after the world tour. Yeah, let's go Let's go on the, the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I speak from experience. It will be the first and last as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. It. We just did that one. And that's it. Never and it was again. great. And I'm glad I did it. Never forget it. But it's funny. I did see a video of like our thing because the memories are starting to pop up on like Facebook or whatever. Uh, because it was around that time, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, man, that's right. That was really fun. So I'm pumped for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's Me too, man. Yeah, we're super psyched. It's a good vibe. Plus, you get some barbecue food and oh, catering. Backstage, get that barbecue. Hopefully, there'll be some puppies there. I'm talking about dogs, not oh. Jerry Lawler-style puppies and females. Oh, yeah, because oh, of be Motley females. Zoo. <laughs> yeah, Motley Zoo will be back there, and... It's always fun to play with the doggies. One of my favorite things of all time is to see usually like just the hardcore like metal bands losing their ass over puppies and kittens. (laughs) And you see just these like just death metal guys just just cuddling this itty bitty puppy. And it's the most hilarious thing. It's just this weird sort of like. I don't know. It's just it's, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Well, I think it was. I saw a picture on Motley Zoo's website, and it was a picture of, uh, and it must have been here in Seattle when Slayer played, and it's a picture of Kerry King, who okay, just yeah, looks like he's gonna <laughs> eat you alive as a human being. Like just a monster of a dude. I hear he's an awesome guy, but visually, it looks intimidating, and he's just holding a little puppy like with such love, yeah. and tenderness. And I'm like, that is amazing. See, metal guys care too. The other show that I'm excited about, speaking of Bruiser Brody, we're going to be playing a show with you guys in yeah. October. Yeah. We just, uh, just did the official announcement this morning. Yeah, I saw. I clicked that I'm going. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, good. I clicked. <laughs> I'm so glad. I clicked interested. I was, we'll I was worried. Where it goes. I was worried that about guy. that. I click interested so all of my other friends can see that I'm interested in this event. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'm probably going. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's going to be the the twenty year anniversary show. That's right in our backyard at Tlaloop Casino, Saturday, the, October nineteenth. Yep, the Almighty Bruiser Brody and Dead Ooh. Rebel Saints, and then uh, a little after party with eighties hair metal arena tribute Hairstorm. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Hairstorm. Wait, so that that's the after party? Yeah, I mean, I mean, really. Technically, they're closing the night out. Yeah, um, you know, but you know, we're we're trying to you know make it super effective, the main attraction, and get all of our fans from the last 20 years to come out to yep. this amazing venue. And uh, it's so so cool that we can have our friends be there with us to do that. Dude, that's really badass. And I, I love the idea, though, of having Hairstorm play then at the end because then it's like when you're done playing, I don't know about you guys, when you, it just sucks to, to like <laughs> pack up and go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're riding this high. You kind of want to like, I'm not very sociable before a show because my nerves and anxiety are kind of still at a high level. Yeah. But after the show, it's like, I'm, I need a few minutes to unwind just to kind of like stop blacking out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like adrenaline and energy and it's like that dump. But then it's like, you kind of want to bask in the glory of the mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And more often than not, then it's like, okay, get your crap off the stage. The, the security wants to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and it's perfect to have a like a tribute band like that. It makes the casino happy. You keep yep. people dancing keep and drinking all, all night. Yeah, too. But it's like, you know, like you said, we don't we don't have to just pack up and go and then mm-hmm. go, what just happened? Like we can bask in it a little bit yeah. and still, you know, go have a couple of drinks after we turn in our badges. There you go. It's a casino. Yeah, but, you know, is. but, you know, like. I'm not even taking a badge. I'm going to be a rebel. Huh? <gasps> all right. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> right. 
good. <laughs> I guess Bruiser Brody's not. Can you play drums for us? Yes. Because <laughs> right. I'll just drink and watch you guys then. I already no. know all the songs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Inside and out. Hell yeah, man. That's It's going to be a. I'm thinking about getting a room at the Tulalip because I've never stayed at the Tulalip. And they've I'm got like, some fancy rooms, man. Well, so I live in freaking Puyallup. Mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah. without having a single lick of alcohol, which, I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem not drinking and then just going home. I don't feel like driving. Yeah, that drive. is a long trip. Right after that adrenaline dump, yeah. like my even my wife would be like, "Just stay, don't risk it. You fall asleep at like the dumbest reasons. I don't need you falling asleep <laughs> driving home on a Saturday night." Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Kyle going crazy that night. <laughs> going crazy. It's your fault. I'm yeah. I'm gonna get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can wow. people get uh, tickets and information for for that show? Obviously, uh, for a pain in the grass, KSW.com. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you go to superfecta.com, that redirects to our Facebook page, and so you can check out the the Facebook event, which has all the information in there. But mm-hmm. uh, also on Tulalip Resort and Casino, uh, their website. You can just Google Tulalip Casino. And um, they'll have all the information. In fact, it's it's all it's a it's fifteen dollars GA. You show up, you get in line, and you do the GA. But they also have like twenty dollar lower level VIP reserved seating, and then the twenty five dollar upper where you you call in or email to Layup, and you can reserve that, get yourself a seat, which Ooh. is not that much more money to nice. do that. And yeah. Then you know you have a place to sit down and 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 enjoy the show. And if you PayPal me a hundred bucks, uh, oh, you can yeah? sit on my lap during <laughs> the Brody set. During the set? Yes. Yes. Right, during where's the my set. phone? Really? That's yeah, kind of yeah, cheap. Yeah. I might just do that myself. hundred bucks for dudes, 200 for ladies. <laughs> Wait, so it's cheaper for a dude to get on your lap? Yes. Well, that would be an easier sell to my wife. Like, uh, why did you have a chick sitting on your lap? I'm like, well, I got us 200 bucks, babe. Bills okay. are paid. All right. Thanks to this fine lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to put it exactly that way, and please record the reaction, because I would love to hear that. Dude, it's funny, because like, you know, uh, we always talk about Joey Ryan, the wrestler, that he's known for flipping people with his wiener. You know, <laughs> it's a long story. You don't need to I don't need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you can YouTube it. But anyway, no, so his, he's, he's known as the king of dong style. And so people always want to get a picture holding his wiener. Granted, you know, he's got his tights on and all that, but like that's <laughs> like, oh, and he would always deny people that opportunity. And then eventually out of the blue, he decided to say, you know what, for an extra X amount of dollars, I will allow people to take a picture while holding my dong. Guys and women are taking these pictures. He's making extra money. It's, it's insane. But wow. somebody jokingly said, I wonder if his relationship is not going well. And that's why he's like able to do this. Oh, no. And then soon after that, you see there's a story on TMZ that he's getting divorced. And it's oh, like, no. So I wonder, like, I think someone who was joking might have been like, okay, maybe he's no longer married and... Now he doesn't care. Ooh. You know, like, hey, yeah. screw it. Yeah. I don't have a wife to answer to. If Grab my dong for an extra 50 bucks. It's the only wow. person, if it's the only person I had an issue with it and he's got bills to pay. And it's a tough yeah. sell probably to a wife. Like, hey, look, you know I'm oh, known for, and yeah. she's a wrestler, so she probably gets it. But in the same sense, it's like, I yeah. know you know I'm known for grabbing people grab my wiener, but it's probably not a good thing to allow fans <laughs> just to grab my wiener. Now he can. I just got to say, it's amazing the paths that this show takes. It takes so many. Yeah. <laughs> We're a winding trail. <laughs> it starts with Superfecta and ends with people getting grabbed in the wiener. So for so 75 Kyle, bucks, that's strangely that's appropriate. That's, Kyle, yeah. what's your rate for someone to take a picture with you while grabbing your wiener? Um, or is, is, is the, the missus going to yeah, get in the way? Uh, it's uh, market price. Yeah, it just depends on what's market like eBay. Price. I love it. <laughs> With like I love a really it. good cut of fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depends on what kind of shape I'm in. 
Well, it's October. It won't be too cold. <laughs> we'll just eBay off some tickets. And there yeah, you yeah. go. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're right now we're on summer rates. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, huh, Rammstein, what do they have? The freaking oh, yeah, Clone the of box, Bones. Yeah, it's like the box set that uh, had all of their out al- or at least one album, but it, it came with each person's uh, cloned uh, yeah, love device created. Yeah. You can Google that one, too. No, thanks. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they were your, your, their market for that actual... I, probably not. Matter. You never know. I mean, yeah, we don't know. Single middle-aged guys, though, yes. you know. We love cloned Rammstein <laughs> dongs. They have the weirdest show. See, you dared us to get weird, and now we're getting to get weirder. <laughs> I'm sure that there's no bottom, as it Ooh, were. As it were, there you go. <laughs> For 80 bucks? There oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. So, so, October 19th, that's going to be the big show over at the Toledo, but it's the 20-year anniversary. I got to ask then, 20 years, man, what have been some of the memories that stand out for you? And Maddie, how long have you been now a member of? Uh, I, it, as I, I, we were just chatting with BJ a little b- before the show, and and I mentioned that I've been in the band for a little over ten years. Now, okay, and I'm still the new guy. Isn't that funny? <laughs> so you're the Jason Newstead, even yeah, though he's no yeah. longer in Metallica, he's still the new guy from Metallica. Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I did. I did kind of turn the low end down on the last release. The last yeah. Oh. Last. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. <laughs> Here comes the drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Actually, I retract it myself. Dave, good. I can fix that in post. I can fix that in post. <laughs> yeah, the drummer Sunny Day <laughs> still cringes when he listens to the color and the shape. That's a Aww. Dave Grohl move there. Aww. Do you no. know? Have you ever seen that documentary? No. The docu- It's like the oh man. I can't remember which Foo Fighters records. A couple records ago, but they did a whole documentary about the album and all that. And then they started talking a little bit about Dave and his bandmates, and he he shared very openly about how he looks back, and probably regrets how he handled it. But the old drummer of the Foo Fighters. Uh, was just not cutting it in the studio to what Dave Ooh, wanted. Wow. So when he wasn't around, Dave went in the studio and just redid all the drums. Oh, jeez. Oh. I remember seeing that on a documentary. Yeah. It's like the uh, back and forth or something yeah. like that. I, I, I hope he like told him before the documentary came out or something like that, because that would be an awkward thing to see. Yeah. Ooh. You wow. just you discover that that happened to you on, on Netflix Yeah, as you're years watching later. it, you're like, oh, yeah, I've been doing good at this. And you're like, oh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, no. Hey, honey, come and watch this documentary about my band. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when we did all this? I spent all that time away from you doing this stuff? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I wonder if he'd still get him. I mean, the guy probably gets, I don't know if he has any credit on that record where he could get some Foo Fighters money. Like, would he? I mean, maybe. If, if if there's any of him on that record playing, he's yeah. going like, to... I always love the story of Chad Channing, the former drummer of Nirvana. Oddly enough, Dave Grohl came in, redid... Dave Grohl is just swooping in and redoing Jeez, people's drum Dave, parts. Dave, come on, man. But he did redid most of the drum parts for Nevermind were originally written or, you know... It's hard to say, like, it's a drummer. I, and I know, Kyle, you play drums as well on top of playing guitar and singing. 
Like I feel like we write drum parts, but nobody considers a drummer a songwriter. Yeah, like it's it, it's 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 really tough to. It's a weird thing. There, there's there's one way of looking at it where you say, okay, um, you know, like this song broken down was written on an acoustic guitar and a voice and a melody and some lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. and it could stand alone without the drums and the bass and the extra, sure. you know, elements and stuff like that. But that's not what sells the song. That's not what got this gets the song on the radio or gets people to buy a million right. copies of it. So you have to also look at the other side and go, well, you know, that, that those drum parts that were created, whether it was in the studio or the the rehearsal, that's a key component to it, it's success. So you yep. can't just discount the drums or, you know, well, it's oh, you funny. just wrote a couple fills on, you know, you don't get it. That's not how, that's not how it should work in my opinion. You know? I agree. Cause like, I remember being a kid. I was, I don't know if you guys were like this when I was a kid, I was super nerdy about like opening the liner notes, see who wrote the songs, you know? And mm-hmm. it was like all the Absolutely. metal records always had parentheses, the members that wrote the song. And I can't remember which band it was, but every song was written by everybody in the band, but the drummer. Ooh. And I remember being like, well, I mean, come on, man. Unless like the bassist actually wrote the drum parts for him, isn't he technically writing? Yeah, and then, I mean, at least just fills. Like, and... why do you hate the drummer? I mean, I I, <laughs> I I remember looking, and I don't remember how accurate this statement may be, but I remember looking at the Pearl Jam Ten uh, record booklet mm-hmm. at one point and going like, "Well, Dave Cruzen is only on like one or two of these credits." Yeah, but he was there drumming I, and you know I, I wasn't there I don't I don't know how, I, the, how that works but, but I'd imagine like, I he's surprised. the one who did all those I mean I don't think yeah. Jeff or Stone said hey okay at this point you're going to play on the hi-hat at this point you're going to do a little crazy little like like shuffle on the, on the ride cymbal it's like I mean technically yeah it's, it's, a, it's such a weird thing I always am confused by how bands determine what is considered to be the writing of the yeah. song. And, and every band is different. Team effort. Yeah, yeah I remember every, Van every, Halen used to always just say all songs by Van Halen. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. say, you know, Eddie wrote most of it probably. Yeah. Queen did that at one point too. But at, then I get if you're a songwriter and you actually wrote the song and then everyone else added their parts. That's why some people write performed by and I think that's cool. But I'd imagine also if you're a songwriter, you're like, well, I, I deserve the credit because I really, if I had not written this song, they wouldn't be able to write their parts for this song. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a, I understand both sides, but as a drummer, I'm pissed. <laughs> 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 but uh, Chad Channing, he, of course, Dave Grohl came in, uh, the, you know, history was made with Nirvana and, and, and Nevermind. And, and Dave's drumming is, is a huge part of why that record's amazing. But, you know, a lot of those songs, half of those songs were originally, the drums were done by Chad and then Dave just covered basically his parts Damn. And when they went to a bigger studio and a better setup but I mean mm-hmm. the drum parts were already written and Dave just performed them probably with more power uh, but Chad is on there for Polly they never re-recorded the four cymbal hits <laughs> On Polly, there's four total symbol hits. I was like, you're saying Polly, and I'm like, what, like the Polly. new wave from Incesticide? No, you're talking about the slow... The song that's a hit. Yeah. That's been played on every radio station that plays alternative or rock. Absolutely. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that song on the record, that's the one song that never re-recorded Dave Grohl. So it's Chad Channing hitting those four symbols, and he gets a residual check for the sales nice. of Nevermind, which is so freaking awesome. <laughs> that is cool. So I wonder if it was intentional. I didn't realize or that. Or unintentional. If it's unintentional, that's hilarious. But if it's intentional, that's, that's freaking awesome. That's pretty like, You know what? God forbid like this album does take off. He's set for life. And he is, I think, pretty much set for life because of those four cymbal hits nice. on <laughs> one song on Nevermind that sold 10 million copies. So think about even a small cut of that 10 million album sales. It's still millions of dollars. I'll take it. Yeah, right? right? 
Yeah. So yeah, if you ever listen to that, that's not Dave Grohl hitting the cymbals. It's Chad Channing, <laughs> and he's he's been he's, he's probably has a nice home and stuff here in the Washington area. He's a great guy. I love Chad. He's a super nice guy. As BJ says, the song about the parrot, right? <laughs> <laughs> he does want a cracker. Jeez. Uh, but I want to talk about the new song because uh, okay. you guys, I know. Uh, have you been on New Day Northwest yet? Uh, this one actually tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow so morning. Be on the lookout. You'll be hanging out with Margaret Larson, yep. who is That's one of my awesome. Margaret is so awesome because she's a rocker at heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though like she looks like this very serious newscaster that worked for CNN and has won awards and is now hosting a daytime talk show on King Five, she loves Allison Chain. She's hip. Metallica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she is. Yeah. We uh, Jar of Flies went uh, a couple years ago. We went on and, with her and and uh, and Nancy McCallum, Lane's mom. Right. And that was. Uh, Margaret's awesome. She's so rad. She's awesome. And when the mics are off every once in a while, she might drop a curse word and it makes me <laughs> really? so happy. <laughs> see, that's like one of those things when I see someone on TV, I just imagine that they don't curse ever. So if they do it, it's like, oh, you're cool. <laughs> and I don't even know why. It's just a swear word. So uh, tell us about the song. It's okay. called Escape. Yeah. And so, the video is freaking amazing. I mean, yeah. to, to be honest, like, I'll it's get... a serious song. I'll get, I'll get real with you. Um, uh, it's, speaking of Nancy, I mean... Uh, I brought some notes just so I can kind of stay on track here. Um, Good luck with our podcast. Right. right. No we kidding. all need notes. But, I mean, uh, so this song, it's, it's, it's not about pimping a show or an album or a song or a band. It's like, um, and, this, and this story is, it's not something that I really talk about publicly very often, but in the, the climate of this song and the reason that we put it out and our purpose and our message, I've, you know, I've, I've been telling this a lot lately. And Glenn not being here, I was going to jog his memory because... Actually, he was in the, this room. I dug this up last night and didn't even... I'd forgotten until last night that this was almost the end of Superfecta. This was uh, the 2008 Lane Staley Fund pre-show party. Wow. Uh, Friday, August 22nd. It was uh, headlined by Windowpane. I had forgotten that. And Travis Brott of Second Coming was there as well. Wow. I, I, dude, I had, I, I, had, I had absolutely forgotten that until last night. I was like, you know Whoa. what? I bet you I have a poster. So I went through, looking through all the shoeboxes and found this. Dude. And to my surprise, what wow, that's trip. right. It was window. But Glenn was in this room. Travis was in that room. Um, wow. And, and that was, that was the that's night that, that Lane's mom saved us. So what happened was is um, we were billed to perform at the show. Um, uh, my brother was struggling with uh, heroin and, and opiate addiction. And this was when he was at his worst. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, behind, you know, behind closed doors, we knew what was happening. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't really, you know, broadcast that. But in this type of music community, word, word travels really fast. So mm-hmm. I had gotten a phone call the day before the show from uh, Jamie at the Lane Staley Foundation. And she says, you know, I, I, we hear that a member of your band is uh, struggling with drugs and it's really bad. Um, we're going to remove you from the bill. Um, but Lane's mom, Nancy, uh, she still wants us to attend, um, and she wants to help. So, uh, yep. So they put, they put us on the list and we showed up. Nancy greeted us at the door. She took us upstairs, uh, sat us down. We ate Lane's 41st birthday cake with her. And she said, you know, I want to, I want to do something that I was unable to do for my son. I want to try and help you. So she, um, got Christopher the resources, and ushered him into basically got him into treatment and wow. and basically I, I remember that she met with you guys. Yeah, I did she, not realize it was to this extent. Yeah, yeah, we went upstairs with her and and um, you know she we made a connection immediately and um, said she wanted to help. Um, got Chris the resources. Um, she was just li- literally pivotal in saving our band and quite possibly Chris's, Christopher's life. Most importantly. 
Um, he didn't get sober overnight, but uh, now he's coming up on 10 years clean from heroin and opiates. Wow. And uh, given wow. our connection to Lane Staley Memorial Fund, uh, my eventual cosmic connection to Jar of Flies, yeah. um, the universe led me there, I believe. However, that worked out. Um, and Lane passing away at 34 years old, Superfecta felt you know, the stars aligning to do something special. Lane didn't make it to 35. What better way and a day to release this single and music video with this message on Chris's 35th birthday, Jeez, which we did this, this past, uh, not wow. this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. Wow, dude. Yep. And, um, it just gave me goosebumps. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and, 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 and like I said, this I isn't about really, pimping wow. our band. It's not about pimping a song or a, or a show or anything like that. This is much bigger. And, and mm-hmm. we feel we owe it to Nancy and our community and our families to pass it forward to somebody who might be struggling right now. So that's this whole mission of this song and trying to, to get this message out there. Um, see if we can pass it on hope to, you know, the hope to people who currently struggle and need to hear this. Um, if there wasn't a Nancy, there wouldn't be a superfecta. I'll tell you that. Um, and there, like I said, quite possibly wouldn't be a Chris court. Um, and if we can give hope to anyone, save even one life, then we've changed the world completely. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, what, that's what we're out to do. So let's have this conversation over and over and over again. Let's it's be, important. Uh, yep. Let's be an example that through this community, love and understanding anyone can overcome the hopelessness of addiction. Um, we need to show the person that's struggling right now that they're accepted, they're loved, they're cherished, they're valued. We believe in you. And the toughest part of this is the stigma and the shame. We just need to continue this conversation and learn from one another and, you know, like I said, these stars are, are, are aligning for us to do something big this year. And this is what we felt. This is your calling. We, we, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is our new purpose in life is wow. taking this band and any recognition that we get is let's filter this in. What do you need? You need a place to stay tonight. You need a, a clean T-shirt. You need a toothbrush. We can help you find that. And well, like you said something there that hit me, and I think it's something that, like, whether it be battling a drug addiction, whether it be battling depression, whether it be anything, it could be even something small, whether it be battling trying to find a new, not find a new job, it's small, but you know what I mean, like, some things that could actually cause someone to lose their life, or some things that are just going to be a real massive, maybe, speed bump in the course of whatever their life is. I think when you say having somebody that believes in you is something that is so, you can't put a price on that. Like, I know for me, like, and that's one of the most important things when I hit a point where I felt like people believed in me, mm-hmm. it's like this, there is no stopping you. There really isn't. Like when you know that there's people have faith in that you being able to do something and something that maybe you're not even thinking that you have the ability to do it, but someone else has it. It just, it's a, it's a motivator that is unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, just, yeah, it's just this, the response to this already. I mean, uh, we just checked this morning and in the first week we had 13,000 views on the video mm, and it's just, nice. it, it's been greatly received and and I was I was telling Maddie on the way down here like there's almost 200 shares and uh, only 100 comments so you know that it's hitting people right off the bat that they just want to share it and get it out there yep. instead of instead of c- commenting on it or trying to get you know heart reacts and and all yeah. that kind of stuff it's 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 bigger picture than that. Well, I bet I, bet, I imagine a, a huge chunk of those people have someone in their life that is probably battling that and this is their Everyone. vague post yeah. kind of way of reaching them. Right. It's yeah. like yeah. Ah, here through music, which right. music uh, we always you know it's a it's a corny line but it's true music heals. And, yeah, it and it really does, and 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 that's why it, it, people say it so often. I know it for a fact, and you know it for a fact. All of us do. Yeah. That that music has such a healing power. It's something that's just so amazing, and and now you have something out there that can help people 
realize that they're not alone. And that's another thing, having yeah. faith and also just feeling like you're not alone in this battle and anything that it is. And yeah. an addiction is a massive battle, clearly. Yeah. Um, and to know that, that, that people that maybe you're a fan of or that you are or you, you, you look up to or you just say, wow, that guy probably has no problems. And you realize, oh, crap, that person does. Knowing that sometimes in a weird way makes you feel better about the struggles that you're having as well. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm not the only one that feels like he's being fed a, sh- a poop sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you're exactly right, man. Yeah. And I, 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 we're not experts. We've been, we deal, dealt with this over the last 10 years, and, mm-hmm. but we're, we're still learning. And I was watching a video the other day about this guy um, who was talking about uh, these experiments where um, the, ultimately he, he, his statement was the, um, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection. And it was talking about they did these experiments like with Portugal and legalizing everything. Um, people don't want to do drugs anymore because they realize that life was better without them. That They don't get that in this type of hmm. um, environment. It, they get shamed and... and uh, it was it was almost it was like uh, the the rats they put them in, a, in an empty cage and it, uh, they had two choices clean water or water with drugs in it and almost always they would take the water with the drugs in it because there was nothing better to do and they would most often overdose on it but then they were given other rats to hang out with and bond with hmm. and love and then they stopped drinking the drugged water they Jeez. would drink the clean water you know yeah. and, and, and he explains it a lot better than than I'm than I'm doing right now but it the the point i'm trying to make is that connection is yeah. n- knowing that someone understands you and and loves you and is listening and not just waiting for their turn to talk um but also like i've my eyes have been opened since just since we've put this video out a week ago the conversations that i've had with strangers and people t- talking on the phone and crying to me about their situations and and me realizing that it's not just about the addict it's about the the other people the mm-hmm. families that are yes. affected and e- even people who have been sober for a long time I was talking uh, really briefly just in the comment thread with somebody that was saying she was 28 years sober and she's still in her industry gets shamed for that and and Jeez. I was talking to uh, another couple that I met last weekend Crazy. where their son is um, he, they don't know where he is. He's still on drugs right now, some somewhere out there on the streets. But they, he had a, a like a three month old daughter that they adopted, and they're in their fifties, are ready to travel and go and do other things with their life. And all of a sudden, life gets flipped side, upside down. Mm-hmm. And now they've got a, a now four year old to raise, that, to yeah. raise mm-hmm. at, and that's hard on them just with the situation wow. with their son. But now they have to you know raise this this child. There's so many other facets to this. And then I'm just learning now about just keeping your ears open and listening to, to people's situations and and how that conversation and connectivity can better everyone's lives. How's uh, your brother doing with all this? Like, how's Chris? I mean, obviously you say he's sober for the last ten years, yep. but now all of a sudden you have this song, yep. a lot of attention. He's in the video, obviously, and there's a lot of attention maybe yeah. put towards him. Is that is, is that how's he, he been doing with he, all that? He's good, and you, and you know him. He's kind of a shy yeah. character, and and um, but he's. He feels, I, I've, I've told him since the beginning of this, when we thought this up in May, mm-hmm. um, if this gets too big or too much pressure for you or you're not, you're uncomfortable, I'm shutting this thing down. Mm-hmm. And, and no, I want to help people. I want, you know, so we're going to, we'll both go on, on, on King five tomorrow. And, um, he had to work today, otherwise he'd be here, but it's like, you know, I'm, I can kind of be his voice, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but people want to yeah. hear it from the horse's mouth. They want sure. they want to see, and it, he has the best effect because he lived it. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
so he yeah he's he's doing okay with it um it is a lot of attention um but it's something that he's confident in himself living a better life now that it's it's time to pass that on um from being i mean recovery is going to be a lifelong thing but, but now, it, now he can help some somebody he's got else. 10 years of of dealing with obstacles as opposed <laughs> to like five ten days yep. whereas maybe that would be just too overwhelming at that point right and it's showing it's showing someone that after 10 years that you can get out of that because someone who is still in it uh thinks thinks that there's no escape Absolutely, and with this, it shows that there is the potential for that if you if you want to, and if you can reach out to people. And I think that's a really big thing because the opioid crisis right now is an absolute crisis, mm-hmm. and there's so much going on with that that uh, if you're in it, it's terrifying, and you don't think that there's a chance for you to get out of it at all. And this even just ten years sober, I mean, that's a that's a monumental thing to be able to say that you're able to do mm-hmm. and it's literally it's it's a day at a time and just putting one foot in front of the other so being able to do that shows that people that there is a, an escape route from all of this yeah and 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 i i'd like to say that i understand because i've i've been there with him through this but i don't i don't know what yeah. it's like to wake up every day and go all right what what do, what do i need to steal today what do i need to sell today what do yeah, i need to yeah. who do i need to rip off who, how am i going to score my dr- wait a minute I'm 10 years sober. I'm going to get up and get some coffee and go, go and go to work. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to pretend like I understand what that's like on a daily basis. Same, but yeah. he, so if you have a wife that gets Starbucks every day, you got to think about who you got to steal in order for her to afford <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I, 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 that, that, he's a strong kid. Yeah, 35 year old. Absolutely. Badass kid. You know? Yeah. How, um, how, how's the response from my uh, Nancy? You know, I haven't talked to her, um, in, in a while. Um, it's it's been so I've been spun out of control you know, getting all this together and then mm-hmm. the other things that I've had in my life that I I I didn't really expect this thing to blow up over the last week like it did but now I feel like you know I I do need to give Nancy a call and say hey listen and you know uh, <laughs> this is uh, a crazy thing with Nancy's that when Jar Flies went and did this uh, uh, New Day Northwest two years ago. Um, we went after the taping, we went across the street and had lunch with Nancy and sat down uh, with a Seattle times reporter and Nancy didn't know that I was the same guy from Superfecta back, back in that day. So we went and sat down at at lunch at at the table and I got up to go to the bathroom and I came back and everybody was staring at me and she kind of had this, this look in her eyes like, it's you, you were meant to be here. And wow. and that was when she turned to Nicole, um, the Seattle Times reporter, and says, it's time for me to tell. After 15 years of Lane being gone, I need to tell you what really happened. So that was kind of the catalyst of her, um, you know, talking about what went down that day that they found Lane. And Damn. I just felt, you know, like, I mean, all these cosmic connections, of, yep. like I feel... I'm not a religious dude. I'm I'm somewhat spiritual, and, and I, but I just kind of let you know the wind guide me. But I cannot ignore all of these things that have been lining up in the past year Absolutely. or two. And um, but yeah, that's I do need to reach out um, to Nancy and say. I mean, obviously, first and foremost, thank you. Um, but um, you know, I do have I I do have to I have some business to talk to her about. We Superfecta wants to donate a portion of our future proceeds for, you know, the rest of our lives towards the Lane Staley Fund or whatever um, she recommends, you know. Yeah. Because um, that is another way we can pay back, you know, monetarily. 
Well, let's uh, check out the song, uh, which is available yeah, on all yeah. the streaming services and all anywhere you want to purchase your music. It's 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 called Escape. It's a brand new song from Superfecta. Uh, thank you for sending us the link to it, and let's check it out right now here on the Mixcast. If my phone plays it, <laughs> it's gonna happen someday. It's loading. I have faith. Come on, Wi-Fi. Technology is great when it works. Come on. Oh, press it, the button. It looks like something's happening. Circular. Did you turn Circular. the volume on? The volume's on. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, power. let me check the buttons over here. Okay. Did you, yeah, plug yeah, the, yeah. did you plug the cable in? You know, if it's on the streaming services, I'll just pull it up. If on you turn now. it off and on again. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part because we're not going to edit any of this out. No, nice. no, 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 not at all. That, that requires effort. Real life, man. I have a dentist appointment I got to go to. We're not, we're, not, we're not editing any of this out. If people, uh, they're going to have to suffer in this awkwardness. I gotta, no, I'm just kidding. Here we go. It's called Escape.
And there it is, uh, Superfecta, Escape, do a great song. And hearing yeah. the whole meaning behind it, it's just super powerful. And thanks. Thank you guys for doing what you guys do. And congrats. Oh, no. Oh, next song. That's One Night Stand. Yeah. <laughs> a whole other topic. A whole nother, <laughs> we could do a whole other hour just on that. <laughs> Those are different stories. Let me get real behind the meaning of that song. And there you have it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's all you need to know. TLDR right there on that one. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, thank you guys for coming in. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, yes. Kyle Maddie uh, from Superfecta. Again, you can go to superfecta.com to get information on all the shows that are coming up. Of course, you got upcoming uh, Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday with Disturbed, that pain in the grass. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. Also, a big show that's happening at the Tulalip Casino, the 20 year anniversary concert from Super Superfecta, featuring, of course, Superfecta. My band, Bruiser Brody with Glenn. Oh. Uh, he's going to be there as well. Dead <laughs> Rebel Saints. Uh, and then also closing the night off with uh, After party with Hairstorm, 80s hair band tribute group. Hairstorm. Uh, I dude, love it. Congrats on all the great stuff, the 20 years, uh, a song that is so powerful. Also, congrats on a great show at the Triple Door playing with uh, Travis Brocht. Uh, that was a, 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 just a powerful night of I'm music. I'm still coming down from the clouds on that one, man. That was, that was super amazing. awesome. Yeah. My wife and I had an incredible time at that show, yeah. and I'm looking forward to rocking out with you guys. Uh, come October 19th at the Too Late Up, man. Heck yeah. We shall celebrate. That's going to be a blast. Uh, thank you also to Adam and Joe for sitting in, watching yeah. the program. Hope you guys thank you had guys a good... for having us. Thank well, you. Any shout outs you guys want to give before we roll on out? Uh, happy wedding, Paul and Erica. <laughs> <laughs> That's their wedding gift. <laughs> All right, we're going to roll on out of that. here. You can uh, find uh, us also on the Facebook. On uh, the, the Facebook. Type in the Migscast. Join our Facebook group. Uh, we'll make sure we'll share the music video on there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, if you don't mind, Rev, that'd be awesome. 100%. Uh, we'll share the video so you guys could check it out, share it with your friends as well. Let's get uh, that in as many people's hands as possible. Yeah. Uh, see you on New Day Northwest if you're listening to this today on Tuesday. They're on tomorrow if you tune in, which a lot of people seem to tune in on Wednesday. Yeah. They're on today, so hurry up yeah, and hurry watch up. It. Pause this and put it on <laughs> 11 o'clock, King 5 with Margaret Larson. <laughs> you can get a Migs t-shirt for my Ooh, wrestling world. Yeah. Of course, you've got uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Migs. Thank you to everybody that's purchased shirts. Uh, that is pretty freaking awesome. I saw a couple more people bought shirts and that's, uh, that's sweet. That that helped pay for the ridiculous charges on a valet <laughs> in uh, California charges, yeah. at that overpriced hotel that we stayed at. 50 bucks a pop. Good God. I need to sell more shirts, right? Yeah, you do. Please, just a couple more. <laughs> Help me. So I don't look like such a loser to my wife and not read the fine print. Read the fine print. Whenever you get a hotel through one of those travel websites, stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.